Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Greetings, everyone. This is Melvin York, and you're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete. And I hope each and every one of us are enjoying the spring-like weather that we're having. And if you are like some people, you haven't made your gardening choice as far as plants and seeds or what you're going to do, now is the time. Now is the time to go ahead and get started. We're going to go over some of the things that you can plant now. You can start and go ahead and get your plants, get them out into your raised beds, into your row gardens, into your pots, because like we entitled this segment, it is time. Now is the time. If you're going to plant anything like cabbage, broccoli, uh, now's the time to be getting that. Those plants, those transplants are getting those out. If you were going to grow your own plants, they should have been seeded back uh, in the middle of January. It should be in the hardening off stage and ready to be put out. Now, uh, if you're looking for cabbage, there's several different types of cabbage. You need to look at when you're buying your transplant. There's an early Jersey Wakefield, an early Wakefield. That cabbage grows more into a point. It grows loose. And in wet weather, is is real bad and known for to gather water through there and it will burst open. So the longevity of that cabbage on the plant, that head on the plant, is going to be less than it would be if you buy like the Bonnie Hybrid, buy one of the round Dutch varieties, which makes a real tight leaf over leaf version. They get harder, uh, good sweet cabbage. Now. If you're planning on doing a lot of people like still make their own sauerkraut or they like to uh, put cabbage up in soups and different things. So if you want a bigger head of a cabbage, one that's real tight, grows later and uh, will give you some later cabbage. You could use the round dutch to start with. Use the flat dutch for that later bigger heads of cabbage. That's just one variety there that works real well. And uh, believe it or not, they seem to work good in our part of the country, which is the Piedmont of North Carolina. Uh, as you go through, it is too early to set out pepper plants. It is too early to set out tomato plants. It is too early to set out squash, cucumbers. Those things come later. Too early to plant your beans yet. And it's not going to be long, but we're going to plant corn before beans. Always remember that. Corn can grow in the ground before beans, and it's still not time to plant corn. They used to say around here the time to plant corn and cotton was when the dogwoods bloom. I don't know if there's a whole lot to that, but it seems like it works. But uh, we'll let you know when it's time to do that. You're still several weeks off. Now is the time, though, it's good to plant your potatoes if you're going to plant um, uh, Kenny Beck, if you're going to use one of the different types, the Pontiacs, uh, the Golds. Uh, whichever one that you're planning on planting, now's the time to get those planted. It's not too early, but you can plant those right now and be uh, in good shape. Just make sure they do have some drainage, some soil, but we're that if we do have a lot of rain, that it doesn't stay real, real, real wet around that potato. It needs to drain off. If you're doing it in a row garden, you need to heal it up, plant your potatoes in a hill like. If you're doing it in a pot, make sure that they're well-drained. Make sure they're in the part of the, your house or in your garden that faces the south side more than the north side. That way you do get that uh, sun this time of year all over that pot, which is real well uh, for that plant. Now, 
a uh, another one that we could do uh, is uh, on planting potatoes and we're planting cabbage. Uh, also, you've got your radishes to plant. You've got uh, your onions. The onion sets can go out now. This is a great time for onions to get those spring onions in the ground. Now, there's different varieties of, of onions. You've got Valdez. You've got the yellow damber was one of the older types. You have the white onions. You've got the purple, uh, the red onions. That's just whatever you like. That's up to your taste. Most of these onions will all grow about the same. Now, if you go back and you find some of the old heirlooms, and that's what I like to find, you had a couple different ones that we call multipliers. One of the multiplier onions are white. Another one was a yellow-type multiplier onion. They almost had a set that looked a lot like a shallot, uh, but they were a little bit hotter, but they saved well if you're going to save them over the wintertime. You could let them dry, uh, bundle them up, hang them in a uh, cool, dry place in the wintertime. They've done well, and uh, but they were a little bit of the hotter variety. Uh, another thing is, uh, when it comes to onions, one that I have found here in the last 10 years that I'm really a favorite with, and it's the Egyptian walking onion. Instead of them putting out just a little seed on top and they go to seed, they actually put out small sets. And that onion will fall down if you give it enough in the bedroom and actually start off more sets. So you can go in, build your onion bed right, Pull you some nice green onions. I have some ready right now. And uh, let some grow. They grow up to seed, fall down, and your bed just keeps replenishing itself. Make sure that you do keep adding some compost to it every fall and keep the weeds out of it. But I'm telling you, and those are some great onions. They have a good flavor to them. They're not super sweet, but they're not super hot. And they have just an all-around good taste, especially in their spring onion, a little bit bigger around, so they work well in salads. And with uh, the stems are real long and green, I like to chop that up in there too. So that's another onion you may want to consider buying some of the sets or bulbs of the Egyptian walking onion. And you can do some research on that. Also, uh, this time of year, like I said, it was good to start your radishes. There's different varieties though. There's long white. Your, uh, there's the red. They've got the cherries. They've got the white and the red uh, round bulb. They've got some that's kind of stubby and long. So you've got a different variety on that. Your lettuces are out there. A good old standard uh, that's an all-around favorite is a black Simpson seeded lettuce. You've got your butter crunch. Of course, you've got a different variety of red sails. All of these are different varieties which work good. They need to be planted and be uh, taken care of now so you can enjoy those in spring. Uh, make sure you get those radishes, the lettuce, the onions all planted at the same time. Uh, another good thing that you need to think about right now that's coming on, how about carrots? Carrots is a good one. Beets, go ahead and get those beets planted. They do well in cold weather. Spinach is coming up. Go ahead and get your spinach planted. These are things that all that you can, can be doing now. Grab those seeds while you can. If you get any transplants, go for those. I like to try to stay with heirloom seeds. That way, I'm trying to encourage everyone to go ahead, grow a little extra, put a couple extra plants out, and let them go to seed. 
uh, that way you can do that. And we're going to talk to you later on about how to harvest, uh, dry, and to care for those seeds over the wintertime out of storm and make sure that they'll be viable and ready to go for the next year. So these are some of the things that you can be planting now. Uh, pruning should have already been uh, finished up now. We don't want to get into pruning um, by no means, unless it would be something like a crepe myrtle. Crepe myrtles don't really come in to start putting their uh, blooms on until about the end of April. So you do have time for that. And there may be another variety too, but outside of that, most of your deciduous trees, shrubs do not uh, prune now. Uh, they've got the sap coming up. They're setting bud. A lot of them's blooming. A lot of them's starting to get leaves out. So you want to make sure that you don't do that. As you're looking, keep in mind what varieties you want to set. You got your tomatoes. You got your peppers uh, that's coming up. You've got your different varieties of squash, zucchini, uh, cucumbers. These are things you know. Go ahead and do a little research on. We're going to talk more about the varieties of those. Again, I would encourage you to stay with an heirloom variety where you can save the seed. And there's a, uh, a way to save these seeds that's really easy. Sometimes they look hard, but it's real easy. Corn's another one you're going to be looking at, your seed corn. Some of these varieties are good. They're a little super sweet. They've been hibernated to take care of more and more of the sweet taste. But I encourage you to also try some of the old favorites. And one that I can think of right offhand is not so much a super sweet corn, but it's a good all-around corn that grows well, produces well, and uh, puts out for a while. And that's trucker's favorite. Maybe it's a white corn. You may want to look into that one. Uh, again, that is an heirloom variety corn. You can save and hear that, uh, shell it out. You've got seeds for the next year. So as you're buying your plants this year, as you're buying whatever, make sure that you can buy as many heirloom seeds as you can. We've talked about green beans before. We can talk about those again. A lot of people grow lima. There's so many different types of beans out there. You've got vine and beans. You've got bush beans. When you've got that in the variety, of uh, the green beans and the limas also. And then, of course, we have our horticulture beans. We have the black beans. On and on and on, we have so many different varieties of beans. And we could almost do just do a segment on that. But right now is the time to be getting uh, that early uh, plants out, get them going, make sure you get some compost in those beds, feed those beds. Make sure this time of year, we do have these rains and all, that you do have drainage in your soil. Another thing to look at is to make sure these cabbage plants or whatever you're buying has been hardened off. You don't want to buy them straight out of the greenhouse, take them, set them right outside in the wind at all. I promise you, if you get one to survive, it's going to be uh, stunning, and I doubt you're going to get the full potential of that plant. Make sure that whoever you buy from has pulled them out during the day a little at a time, harden them off over the last couple of weeks, then buy that plant. It'll be healthy looking. It'll be thicker, meatier looking plant, and that's what you want to look for in those. So uh, hopefully that's helped you today. If you get a chance, uh, we'd appreciate you going to our website. It's daddypeach.com. There you can go by and uh, check out our podcast, and we've archived those. Uh, so we have a whole archive of our podcast. 
Another thing you can do while you're there is ask us a question, leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Sign up for our monthly newsletter where we give you gardening tips. That's free to you. Also, while you're there kind of browsing around, check out our different products. Our slogan is we help you grow, and that's exactly what we intend to do. So I hope you take the time to visit us at uh, daddypeace.com and look at the different things. We look at our uh, uh, where we came from. Take a look at the old farmhouse that's been hanging around since 1907. I think you'll like it. Well, uh, I've been a pleasure today, and thank you all for tuning in. And uh, you've been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete, and I'm Melvin York. Until next time, happy gardening. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeets.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.